Okay, hello everybody and welcome to my second uh, Talanoa in my Tales of Fiji Islands series. Today I am very lucky to have with me a friend that I met after seeing his dance group, Matter Dance, perform uh, an incredible piece called uh, Sisi about life for young people on the streets of Suva. I'm going to let him introduce himself now, and then we'll get on with some discussion points. Uh, so, Tavita, uh, Bulavanaka. Bulavanaka Penny or Benjamin? Yeah, <laughs> Penny, Penny sounds good. Penny is my Fijian name. Yes. <laughs> Penny, Penny sounds, sounds about right. Uh, my name is Tevita, and uh, as uh, Penny mentioned, I am a dancer, choreographer with Mata Dance Fiji. And this is my first ever podcast, to be honest. So thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm glad to have you here because we've uh, we've done something a little like this before. After I saw your performance, I you kindly organised for uh, several members of, of yeah. the dance troupe to give me a little interview, yeah. and I published a blog on it, which has been my most popular blog to date, over 200 hits. Ooh, go Benny! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, um, as I explained, this is really going to be about a chance for you to talk and educate me and the people listening about various things going on uh, in, in Suva and Fiji more generally. Mm. And the first thing that you wanted to talk about was something very close to you, the mm -hmm. uh, creative arts. Right. Okay. So, um, I started out as a dancer with Vo Dance Company back in 2013. And um, I was fresh out of high school, went for a workshop that they put up, and that's how um, I got into the school that they were running and eventually joined the company. Uh, back then, I, I was absolutely like, I had absolutely no idea what the industry was like. But over the years, uh, because of the different mentors and the different opportunities that um, Vo, uh, you know, provided, all of us with we were able to really engage ourselves with the arts community mm -hmm. and from that I, I somehow you know got an understanding of what it was like it was a very small industry I think we're still we're at we were at always still at a at a at a time or a, a place where we're still developing but I know one thing's for sure for sure I know one thing is for sure um, is that there's a lot of passion that you know that we have here in Fiji uh, towards the arts, whether it be music or dance, poetry. There's a lot of passion, and but we're still at that development sort of stage. So it's I mean it's a really interesting moment in, yeah. in the kind of history of this scene, yes. like the, this particular yeah. moment. I think. I think for one, in one way you could think of it, it doesn't really reach a point where it should stop developing. Mm. Um, but I think we're so lucky to be artists in this, in this time, especially in Fiji, because we're, we're sort of making the change uh, for it to be, become more acceptable in the cultural setting or religious setting or for it to be recognized as a valid career path. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're kind of like... I think I said this before as well, kind of like pioneers in a way, 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to admit that. Yeah, but, I think but that's... you know, all respect to all those artists to who have you know who started it way way back. Right. Yeah. And I think um, to be able to still continue the vision and the drive and the pursuit of that is is an honor. And I hope like you know, twenty or or even five years from now, it'll be at a stage where it's you know, yeah, a dancer is. Um, is a valid career path or kids um, in high school or in primary school have a dream that they would, would uh, like work towards mm. uh, specifically in the creative arts yeah in, cool cool I have to stop saying interesting all the way through the first one I kept saying interesting <laughs> interesting yeah yeah um, so what what are some of the prominent arts in, in Fiji there's a couple of dance yeah. groups so the, which is the art yeah like the like we're saying there's so many different artists that do what they do. Uh, we have dancers, we have uh, poets, we have visual artists, graphic designers, fashion designers, singers, musicians, um, whatever. Um, how do you say it? Traditional, even traditional. Um, those who was who were artists in the cultural setting, mm. carvers and weavers and mm. and yeah. So there's quite a, a wide variety of artists, but um, if we're talking about like a, a whole collective sort of like uh, space where we're all coming together continuously or like con uh, connected in a way, I don't think there's we've reached that point yet, or maybe we have that I'm I'm not aware of. Well, maybe yeah. it's it that that's happening as we speak. Like yes. you said, there's this there's, yeah. this idea that. Um, things are growing and maybe growing towards that connectivity yes cool man so it's really it's really really good to see um that there's a a movement happening to unite and bring all these artists together and see what what fiji can make yeah, yeah, yeah. and produce excellent <laughs> Okay, uh, let's move on and talk a little bit about religion and culture in Fiji. Religion to me was uh, is family. It's family. It's waking up every Sunday, getting ready to go to church. Religion is spending Christmas um, first in church and then back at home for lunch. Mm. Um, I grew up in a, in a Catholic family. Both of my parents are and all of us are Catholic. Um, prayers every Sunday, prayers every afternoon when we come back from school or work. Um, but the work that I have been doing for the past few years, because I'm really passionate, and because I'm really passionate about it as well, has often placed me at, at crossroads most of the time. Right. Um, I'll just talk a little bit about an experience I had a few years ago we had to make choreograph a show to take over to New Zealand for an arts dance festival, the arts festival. And it was very heavy, uh, very, it was pre-Christianity. Right. So, so inspired. Mm. Uh, so we were... So like kind of traditional pre-Christian aspects yes, of Fijian culture. Yes. Identity. Ah. Which, which uh, during the process was very conflicting to mm. me personally and I'm sure to a few others in the group who were Christians. The work required us to really um, dwell on that 
pre-Christian, pre-Christian time. Yeah. Uh, with regards to culture and the culture that we had here in Fiji, it was um, the piece was uh, basically about uh, different gods that we have or had in our in our culture. Mm-hmm. So each province has their own gods and their own beliefs. They whether it's an animal or an object or anything, and because I am a Christian. Um, being in the whole process of that was really just um, conflicting. I was continuously having to remind myself not to go too far into the piece, but also stay true to myself as an artist and, you know, mm. become indulged in the whole work. Yeah. And yeah. always remember that, you know, you're not really doing the work justice if you're not fully, you know, allowing yourself to immerse into that realm yeah so basically yeah the piece was about different gods that we had and um uh because of christianity you if we saw the piece it would be it would uh, be interpreted as very dark and Mm. and and yeah non-christian like if you may but right right but because of culture at the time it was predominantly like accepted yeah so it's, it's yeah. an interesting representation of, of yeah of fiji's past yeah uh for me personally it was just um it had to it, it had to do with myself as a as an artist and a christian like mm. just that those two uh, factors yeah yeah like it wasn't so much more of the work like the uh like more importantly it was just about me as an artist and me as a christian how do i marry the two yeah how can two things that I'm so deeply involved in mm. contradict each other at the same time. Right. So yeah. it's about specific contradiction. Yeah. Specific contradiction. And I didn't want to upset or like, you know, have a favor in either one, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, because I was, I was doing the work that I'm, you know, passionate about. I guess it's basically knowing that if you're going to touch on a subject, so taboo, mm. And so pre-Christian-like, uh, with the understanding that it might have its consequences, I think in all in all things, you just have to know that you're not meaning any harm or anything. Yeah, yeah like, of course, it's an, a, an exploration, an exploration, exploration, and it's not uh, to manipulate or change or you know right of course yeah touch or damage or anything it's yeah so i guess that was the the thing that made us work um even more harder it's just that we had to remind ourselves that okay the work that we're doing is just to um explore what Mm. it was like before christianity and just make like bring it up and just show it yeah yeah do you think, move, sort of taking that and moving away from it again at, at the same time a little bit, do you think that that coexistence um, of kind of um, traditional Fijian values and Christian values, mm-hmm. do you think that is something that is an issue in contemporary Fijian society and culture? Do you think there's anything that, that kind of jars between the two? Um, there's some, yeah. I think a lot of young people, or like Fijians in general, often... Um, are at, are at that uh, con- like you know experience that particular conflict within themselves mm. is that how do they really be a true be, like live out their lives as, as true Fijians to their culture, but also 
remain true to the God that they serve. Mm-hmm. Um, and knowing both very well that the two things do not like another thing being, you know, paid attention to or worshipped more, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Do you think then, I mean, because it, it's int- it's kind of interesting that younger generations yeah. are feeling that tension and that conflict yeah. a little bit more, yeah. whereas you might expect, uh, potentially expect older generations to feel torn with tradition. Yeah. Um, so do you think that there's been, there's a resurgence within young people of kind of old school Fijian values? I think particularly in the arts, mm. uh, like... I found that it's particularly within the arts community that's that you know young people are often in that situation. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but definitely, I think that because we have come to into an age where there's different things like technology and everything that's involved. I was gonna say. Yeah. yeah. You can access so you much can more access, information, and then yeah. the things that were taught to you when you were really young, growing up, in, is actually. A different reality when you access this, um, the information that was, you know, has have been preserved all these years hmm. about who you really are. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It comes down to identity. Yeah. So. And, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I I didn't know I was supposed to like, actually be doing this. Why am I doing this? And then oh, okay, because Christianity was introduced. Hmm. Right. Hmm. Or oh, I I shouldn't be sitting at the bot at the end of the room. I should be sitting at the top. Oh, right, because, yeah. Yeah. So so in a way, if you had not kind of uh, done that dance thing, if you hadn't studied, you wouldn't have researched, yeah. you wouldn't have found it, out. It was actually a, a really um, interesting process because when we actually researched about it, we were like, oh, gosh, we didn't know this. Like, we didn't actually know um, that virgins had to stay out, um, stand outside the um, tambure hmm. and chew on cover and spit it onto a dish which is taken in. Um, to the person, or like uh, to the person that would create the dance mm. um, for the com- for the village. So basically, the process was that virgins would say stand outside, like almost fourteen of them, mm. and they would chew on cover and then spit the juice out onto like a, a dish. Mm. This dish would be taken inside, and then the the choreographer, uh, the traditional choreographer, would drink all of the juice and mm. go into a trance and sleep. And then when he'd wake up the next day, he'd have the the dance or the meke. Right, yeah. right. So this these are some of the things that we I had no idea uh, of how it it hap- like you know dances came into play or how culture was uh, played out back in the day. And the role and responsibility of this choreographer and this dancer was quite was very important within yes. the culture of the community. Very important. Maybe a bit like a shaman or sort of. Like he would, he would wake up and then start doing the the dance, and mm. everyone else would just like record or try and remember it, mm. because I think he could only do it once. Right, right. And after that, it was some, some sort of trance, and then he'd go and sleep, and then sort of connect with the the other the, the other side, realm. the spirit yeah. realm of the gods that you know were. For that village, and then so I sorry, I'm just trying to get so then the dance would be the, the dance of that community. Yeah. It would be a part of their identity. And the, it, yeah, and unique. Of, yeah, right. That's um, how it was unique from every other. And you know, if we if we were doing that today, hmm. how would that look with the influence of Christianity? Right. Yeah. 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 
it'll be a, it's it's an interesting process, yeah. I guess, from that because point of view. Uh, what could be deemed as the spirit world um, back then, or like the world of the gods that you know mm. that they serve, all they were doing was just interpreting the dance, could be interpreted very differently today, like today. Yeah. Uh, what's always been really interesting to me uh, as a ritual in the Catholic Church is the um, is the idea of the um, the blood of Christ communion? and the body yeah. of Christ, communion, yeah. that's what it's called, yeah. The <laughs> idea that when the priest kind of blesses, it. blesses the, the bread and the wine, it, it becomes something else. The body, it? flesh and blood, yeah. That, do you see maybe a connection there, like to these these older forms of, I of, think, of ingesting yeah. substances I and never, becoming connected to, to a spirit world, maybe? I never really thought of that. And it's, it's basically to do with how I was made to think, probably. Like, they could... In one way, they're all pretty much the same thing. If you, different interpretations different, yeah, not of the same right, thing. Same thing in a sense yeah, that it's both connecting to an in whom, in, sorry, how do you say it? Like a world that's not here or right, present. Right. Uh, that's that's what I meant by it. it's mm. sort of the same thing. Yeah, yeah. It's just that one is one is deemed very dark, and then one is. It is oh this is actually right yeah that, that's that's yeah. The, that's the kind of interesting thing for me yeah. that they are and that's the conflict acceptable yeah. and unacceptable versions yeah. of a similar thing and that's yeah. possibly why it was so very yeah. conflicting for you um yeah that's actually, that's actually a really good point i didn't really think of it that way. yeah well that's, that's what these conversations are about i guess i'm gonna see my priest <laughs> <laughs> i was talking to ben Wheeler. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do you know him <laughs> Here's a blog. Yeah, <laughs> check it out. What makes a Fijian in 2020? I'm mm. fascinated by this. It sounds very broad. Yeah. Are, there, are there different things that you want to talk about in mm. terms of Fijian culture or you yeah. as an individual? I think it's got to do with a lot of things really like yeah, um, uh, and it's fascinating because the only sort of measure, measurable device that we're using is time um, like a 25 year old today is different from someone who's 25 20 years ago yeah and what the cultural values I have completely changed and what society expects from them have completely changed as well um, and that's something that fascinates me is that um, as we grow older, um, even though we're still the same person, our identity continuously changes. And if you have cult if you have a very staunch sort of culture, how does that how does that impact you as as an evolving person? So it was something that was always in my mind, mm. and it was something that I've always found very interesting. Because you, you learn new things every day. You meet new people every day. You visit places every day. Um, but then how do, you, how do you go back and sit down at home with your family and um, indulge yourselves in a cultural setting with all this new information that you've gained and you're told not to share it or you're, you can't share it because it's, it's not accepted or it's not culturally... Right. The other day, I'll just get very personal here, but the other day I was, I was out with a group of friends and, um, uh, and then a, a 
a few other friends joined us. And then there was this other um, Fijian guy who got really, just really upset that I was talking in English all of the time. Okay. Um, so I was like, he got really upset with me and left. And I was, uh, and, and it, you know, brought me back to this idea of like, how, how does, how, like, is that my fault? Is that my fault that I, I was talking in English mm. when it was, when we were all Fijians at this, and it wasn't even a cultural setting. Like this was, like in, in in town, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I was just really fascinated, but also like annoyed. Right. <laughs> yeah. So did you do you feel? Why do you think it is that that was it, he would have preferred that everyone was talking was talking? I think he would. Fijian dialect. Um. Yeah, I think it was because of that. I think it was because that I was Fijian within among a group of Fijians hmm. talking English. Hmm. And for me He must have some as a he Yeah. He must have, I guess, some some personal I, some yeah. personal there must be a connection here, something that, that for him yeah it that impacts particularly his identity as a Fijian. Yeah. And like what I was saying, like it's 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 all these things that we uh, encounter and experience every day is what makes us who we are. And if I'm a person that you know loves to talk in English as well, mm-hmm. or if I'm I'm not shy to admit I'm very um, not fluent with my I'm I'm not fluent I'm I'm fluent but not that fluent. So um, I think he got annoyed by that. But I I was understanding everything that was being discussed and everything and. Mm. I just think you got really annoyed. Yeah. So in my head, I was like thinking, man, so what does a 20, 2020 Fijian look like? Or act like, or like, what is, oh, what is the requirement list? list? Let me know. And then I will work on it. Right. And then next year, give me another list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that, that's, that's basically what I was referring uh, yeah, to. Yeah. I guess the, like, as you say, the world is changing yeah. and every day you're out learning new things yeah. and, trying to incorporate into the, that into a sense of self yeah and an identity that is yeah coherent and pleasant for you and present you feel good yeah yeah but also works for the people around you as yeah well. your friend your family that yeah. you mentioned going home to kind of family after yeah. a day but just beyond being that, like yeah <laughs> okay hi yes Feeling, yeah. feeling a little constricted. Yeah. He was just doing a little constricted. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. I don't know if that makes sense, though. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, family, friend groups, and then maybe like wider communities yeah. again. Maybe, maybe, do, do you, when you're at home, do you speak with your family? Do you speak? Uh, I've grown up to always speak to my dad in the dialect that we right. were, were, the dialect that we were from. Hmm. Um, uh, but it's 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 got to do more with the the things that I've experienced hmm. and the things that I want to share and like the things that I could do differently from what it's how, how it's normally done right uh, within the cultural setting yeah does that make sense absolutely yeah. yeah yeah so if like this is the way it's always been done like oh um, because I went to this place. And I met up with this guy, and then he told me this. Why don't we try using this? Da, da, da. It's actually really good. Mm. And I was like, no, this is the only way we've done it. This is the way we were taught to do it. 
and and to me in one on one side I'm like okay said so I respect you know that it's the tradition or like how it's always been done but like is there room for exploration when you're talking about culture like is there room for change well, culture isn't a static thing yeah. is it culture shifts and grows and changes yeah. like you say a 25 year old today yeah. is not the same as a 25 year old in, in two, 20 in 2000 yeah not the same as a 25 year old in 1980 yeah you know so it's yeah. it's really good and i wish i wish there, there's a possible if there was ever a possibility to have these three different 25 year olds from three different you know times in all in one microphone but that would yeah, be a great podcast. all in one around the table and just share what how is it like they're all the same age but like what what's the differences and how are they you know hacking life and culture and everything that's a fascinating idea man. yeah <laughs> you might have to help me with that We've yeah three generations of yeah. genes I sit out, we get yeah. three microphones and you guys just chat. Yeah. yeah. So, let's get back a little bit to the idea of what makes a Fijian, if there's anything else that you want to say about that. It seems to me that that you're kind of, you're all about inclusivity. Mm. You like the idea of new ideas coming in yes. whilst retaining yeah. a fair core of what you, of what you are. Um, are there uh, are there any other things any other things that you kind of want to bring up about what you think makes a Fijian in twenty twenty either traditional ones that you still like the sound of or new things that you see coming in and fascinate you? Um, the different factors like um, you know uh, family like starting like starting families mm. starting families and uh, probably like when is the right time to start a family, uh, things, factors like, oh, how many kids should we have? Like, cause that was really things that weren't really talked about way before. Uh, I remember growing up, my dad was always saying that he and his dad and his grandfather always had group, large group of families. Like there were like 13, 14, 15 kids mm. in one generation. But as time went by, they moved down to like five, four, three, um, so I think in, in in what I'm what I meant by what makes it Fijian in twenty twenty is uh, also that like what what other aspects of this person a Fijian person of twenty twenty could like what other areas are we sorry I'm asking the question back that's fine hoping to get I'm, an answer I'm good with, yeah. good with that yeah. I think for me it's just the the first thing we talked about just having that idea of how you experience so much mm. and then culture like because of the the cultural factor you you can't really influence yeah or use those experiences to leave out in the cultural setting yeah i guess it comes back again to that idea of, of conflict right yeah. but, but there's so many new things with the rise of technology and you know, the accept the accessibility of information and of different perspectives yeah. comes back to that again so uh, as someone who is you know is very uh inclusive and open yeah. to ideas i mean we kind of mm. that's a central kind of philosophy of the dance group that you work mm. with isn't it that, that you are open to ideas from everyone within the group mm. and to so many different external yeah. forces i guess yeah. one of the drawbacks of being that kind of person mm 
is at least conflict and at least right. tension that you have to resolve within yourself. Yeah. That's so true. Cool, man. I think we can tie it up there. I think we can wrap it. So um, I shall say um, thank you very much, Tanita, for coming and uh, talking to me. It's been it's been fascinating. I think it's been more really? a little more of a back. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't know where we started, but like <laughs> I think uh, we've been going for fifty minutes. Oh, cool. Yeah, man. So that's pretty good. Okay, so um, yeah. I like that one. There was more, a little bit more of a back and forth at times. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry if I was a bit like... No, no. It, yeah. I, it was really good. I liked the the fact that um, nearly all the discussions sort of had culture like tied into it one way or another. It's got a theme. I love yeah. a theme, man. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and the, the theme seemed to be not only culture, but multiple perspectives on, mm. on culture mm. and how disagreements yeah. can often just be seen as that, just yeah. be seen as people looking at things from a different way, yeah. when really they could be quite easily. That's cool. Yeah. Okay, so let's do a proper official sign-off. Right. Um, Tavita, thank you so much for coming to talk to me, uh, and I look forward to seeing Matter's new production soon. Thank you, Penny.